your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. Gerard Gallant gets a dose of his own medicine as VGK sped past the Rangers 5-1. Revo gets emotional and Marc-Andre Fleury to get his flowers from the VGK faithful. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at Locked On VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. And you can hear me this week filling in with Lindsey Brown on 1140 AM, the bet in Las Vegas from 3 to 5 in the afternoon. The playmakers can also be heard on the Odyssey app. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. It's free and available on all platforms. So here's my takeaways from Thursday night's game. The Golden Knights, I thought first and foremost, gave Gerard Gallant a taste of his own medicine. His VGK teams during his two and a half years in Las Vegas were built on speed. And on Thursday night, I watched the Golden Knights race past his Rangers. VGK created a lot of spaces, a lot of open ice. The Rangers got caught a lot of times. A good illustration was on that 2-1-1 break with Marcia Sov scoring his second goal of the game off the odd man rush. Uh, the Golden Knights were doing a good job of breaking out. They got pucks to the net and they started the break. You have to give credit to the defensemen who, as I found out on Thursday, now have over 100 points on the season. The Golden Knights made adjustments and they sped up the game and the Rangers were just left in the dust. And I thought that uh, VGK did a really good job of getting the puck out of their zone and moving the puck as effectively as I've seen. Alexander Georgiev started in goal for the Rangers. Igor Shosturkin was a last-minute scratch in COVID protocols. And a lot of us wanted to see Shosturkin against Leonard with the two starters battling. That would have been a really good matchup. And maybe the abrupt change affected the Rangers. I don't know, but they did not play with a lot of intensity or push. Among other things, the night was built to honor the former Golden Knights coach, Gerard Gallant, who guided the expansion Golden Knights to the Stanley Cup final back in 2018. And it also honored the enforcer and beer guy, Ryan Reeves. And it was still pretty shocking to me that uh, Gallant was fired. And when they fired him, I just could not believe it. He had lost like, what, four games in a row. And the Golden Knights then showed him the door. But Gallant's teams here in Las Vegas were fast, they were entertaining, and I felt like we were watching Gallant's team on the home bench. You know, it was really reminiscent to me of the team that he had built and his current team, the Rangers, just could not keep up. My top observation of the night was the Golden Knights' speed. It was just superior. And they haven't had that kind of jump of late, especially in the Nashville loss. In that loss, I just felt that I, they had no zip, no desire, and they were flat and no speed. And they had no speed at all. And the Golden Knights' transition game was working on Thursday night. And after the first intermission, VGK came to life. And I know that Brett Howden said after the first period that they wanted to move the puck quicker. They wanted to get to spots. And Howden was right by saying that the Golden Knights pushed the Rangers back in the second second and third periods, that's exactly what they did. They found a groove after the first period. Whereas the Predators made it tough for the Golden Knights to get to the net, the Rangers let VGK just waltz into the offensive zone. It was so easy. And they listened to Pete DeBoer, who said after the Preds game that his team didn't commit to the tough areas. They reversed things on Thursday in that 5-1 win. It was two completely different games, two different approaches.
approaches, two different attacks for VGK, and against the Rangers, they were able to move the puck a lot better. Another observation, the Golden Knights have been throwing the puck on net a lot lately, but they have not been able to finish. And on Thursday night, they finished plays. Illustration, first goal by Marchessault, three cracks at the net on the power play, and the Golden Knights were able to break through. They have to learn how to finish, and a couple of reasons why they were successful were the odd man rush opportunities and getting players in those dirty areas in front of the net. And VGK outshot the Rangers 35-19, to and in the third period, it took a while for the Rangers to even get their first shot on goal, and it was 10-1 to when I looked up in shots on goal in the third period at one point. Not a good way for the Rangers to start their road swing. Shoutouts are in order to John Chick for asking about Brett Howden. I am sure that he heard me calling him a complimentary player, Howden, uh, on our crossover show with the Lockdown New York Rangers. And a shout-out to Molly Walker of the New York Post and the NHL Network. She was on the air with myself and Lindsey Brown on Thursday, and she said the Rangers have been known to go through lulls. Well, their lull lasted throughout most of the game, especially from the first period on. I thought the Rangers would try to force the Golden Knights to the outside, and they did. It did not last long, and VGK took advantage of the center of the ice, the middle ice area, and they skated up and down. To no one's surprise, another takeaway is that Matthias Janmark is turning into a beast. Here is a guy that battled early season injuries, and he had COVID, and he had the lingering effects of COVID, and he would play like 10 to 12 minutes in a game, whatever he could contribute until he could get back to building up his stamina. And now Yanmark has five goals over the last five games. Man, through an injury and a long bout with COVID, Yanmark is really starting to blossom. And you have to like what he has done for this team. And Peter DeBoer said that having Yanmark's experience on the ice is very helpful. Jonathan Marchessault, after the game, who also scored twice in the contest, said Yanmark plays the right way, and it's impressive to see him grow his game. He's playing some really good hockey. Another takeaway, very surprised at the amount of energy immediately that Mark Stone brought to the Golden Knights. DeBoer said that he likes Stone's confidence and his calmness, and it, you know, it really helps out the team. When great players are out of the lineup, you could see the effects, and Stone changes the identity of this VGK team for sure. Uh, VGK won the battles on the boards, and that helped them in the win. And I think Marshall said something similar, and that it helped their overall game, something the Golden Knights hadn't done in the past two games. I know that Peter DeBoer wants the team to defend better, and he said when they're defending well, uh, they were loose and soft in their last two games defensively. That's when they can play better, get the pucks out of the zone, and start in their transition game, and they did a good job in getting the puck out. The story of the game... The first 25 minutes, the Rangers played okay, and then the final 35 minutes, Gallant said, the Rangers fell apart, and they were just playing too much outside, and pretty much it was a reversal for the Golden Knights from what we saw in their previous game. Coming up next, one thing I want to change, do away with goals that go off of skates, and Ryan Reeves gets emotional. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthy, then Built Bar has to be in your plan. Built Bar tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Unlike other protein bars, it doesn't taste chalky or waxy or like a chemical spill. Built Bar needs to be built into your 2022 plan. Covered in 100% chocolate, most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar and net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. 
Built Bar has so many flavors to choose from. My new favorite is coconut almond, but my New Year's resolution is to try as many flavors as possible. There are always new limited flavors that you could find at Built.com. Go to Built.com today to get 15% off your order by using the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It's free and available on all platforms. I, for one, would like to see the NHL eliminate goals that go off players' skates on a deflection, kicked in or not. The Rockettes, um, uh, the Golden Knights, have scored three goals off of skates this season, at least that I can recall. I know it's supposed to be part of the game, but I would like to see the league do away with it, or at the very least do better at making calls that are kicked in, I meant deflected in. How many VGK goals are we going to see go off skates this season? I thought that Mark Stone last night nudged in the goal with his skate. One of the angles shows that Mark Stone might have had a little bit of a nuance, a kicking motion, slight nuance. Once the puck hits your skate, you have to instinctively at least move your skate into position to angle it so it goes in, right? Natural instincts would make you want to kick the puck toward the net. You know what? I I just don't like that rule. They need to change that rule. You can't bat the puck into net, right? You can't hit it with a high stick. You can't throw it in. So why are players allowed to kick the puck into the net? Unless you don't see the puck and it deflects off your skates, well, that's one thing. But some of these calls are just so hard to decipher. The replays, they take a minute to in a league that does a pretty good job in reviewing goals. And I am still amazed, by the way, that the guys in the replay booth up in Toronto in the Situation Room are still awake late in the third period on the West Coast. It's around midnight third time. Are they really focused on the game? In the Nashville contest, William Carlson saw a puck go off his skate. It went into the net. He just didn't see the puck. He didn't see it. And he was set up in the front of the net, and the puck just went in off his skate. And that was an easy call to make. But the stone goal, the stone goal off of his skate, I saw a little movement, and I was not sure if it would count. I didn't think that that was as easy of a call to make. According to the NHL rules, there has to be a distinct motion to negate a goal. Chandler Stevenson against the Kraken earlier this season, right? He angled his skate. He kicked the puck into the net. I swear that that one should not have counted. It came off of the odd man rush on a feed for Mark Stone. And I remember the Seattle Times story that asked, what constitutes an illegal kick? A goal cannot be scored on a play when an attacking player propels the puck into net. It explained. Seattle Times also mentioned the Marion Hossa goal in 2015 in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. That was one of the more memorable goals. Stevenson, I think, also had one against the Sharks last season. It's okay for the puck to ricochet off of a skate, but angling skates to intentionally put the puck into net, that just does not work for me. You can't throw the puck into the net, can you? Why are you allowed to kick it in? I just say do away with that rule entirely. It was a fitting tribute for Ryan Reeves at T-Mobile Arena on Thursday night. The video showed highlights, clips of his VGK career. Revo really left his mark on this community. He really liked the community, was sad to leave. He vowed to return and perhaps live here when his career is over. Reeves started that thriving craft beer brand while he was here, and he was a personality both on and off the ice. On Thursday, it was just a little different for the bruiser. He said the video tribute really got to him. He said it messed with his game. He said it got to him a little bit. He said he wasn't expecting that, and he really was a little flustered for the rest of the game. 
Perhaps that's out of character. Reeves, known as a bully, known as a bruiser in the National Hockey League, he didn't have his best game last night as a New York Ranger. The New York fans have also taken a liking to Reeves for his social media post, for the fun that he has, for his character, his personality as well. How about them Rangers, he exclaimed on social media this season. You want to see success for Reeves and Gallant in New York, I'm rooting for them. Reeves has not been able to score a goal this season, but he has assist, and the other night, he even stole the puck from Connor McDavid against the back wall. He's done some really fun things, remarkable things, and he still plays and adds life to their fourth line. Reeves is still remembered for scoring perhaps the biggest goal in VGK history when he sent the Golden Knights to the Stanley Cup Final in May 2018 after he scored the winning goal against Winnipeg. It was his first goal in the 26 games he played in for the Golden Knights that season. It was a really nice tribute for Reeves and another nice tribute for Gerard Gallant. Coming up next, the tributes continue at T-Mobile Arena this weekend as the most popular player in franchise history, Marc-Andre Fleury, returns to Las Vegas on Saturday night. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON in all caps to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. Will the Golden Knights be welcoming back Marc Andre Fleury to the Fortress Saturday night via social media, perhaps on Twitter, or will they personally meet him and welcome him back? After all, isn't that how Fleury was notified that he was traded to the Chicago Blackhawks via Twitter, via social media? VGK had two goalies with big salaries. One had to go. We get it. It was Fleury. Didn't the Golden Knights get Michael Hakkarainen in the deal? Where is he today? Last I saw, I think he was with the Rockford Ice Hogs. When Fleury left, he thanked the amazing fans and teammates for four incredible years together. He did not thank management, and we thought he deserved better. He didn't thank Pete DeBoer. He thanked the fans. He said that he was grateful for the way that this community embraced him. Fleury had a season left on his three-year extension at $7 million a year. To some degree, you can blame this organization for signing an aging goaltender to a long-term deal. But Fleury defied the odds. He was the best goaltender in the league last season. He was awarded with his first Vezina Trophy after he posted a 26-10 record with a 1.98 goals against average and a 9.28 save percentage. He also had six shutouts last season. Robin Leonard now has won five straight currently after last night's victory over the Rangers as the day-to-day goalie, but his style is far different than Fleury's. There will be a lot of emotions for Flurry on Saturday. He loves the Las Vegas fans. Nearly half of the arena since he was traded still shows up in number 29 Flurry jerseys. Did the team ever personally reach out to Flurry? Then we had that tangled web of he said, he said, with Kelly McCrimmon saying that there had been discussions with Flurry and the trade was released via Twitter before the team could contact Flurry to send out a press release. Bill Foley said it was strictly a financial deal. Regardless, Flurry left here with a very bad taste in his mouth. 
he wanted to play the remainder of his professional career in the NHL in Las Vegas. Things really began to sour for Fleury when Gerard Gallant was fired and Fleury's agent Alan Walsh had posted that image of flower in net being impaled by a sword that had the name DeBoer on the blade. Fleury never blamed his agent for posting that image. He just said that he told them to take it down and off of social media. Walsh said that he felt that he was lied to and things just started to unravel there. This season, Fleury has a record of 9-11-2 for the Blackhawks with no defensive help in front of him. It wasn't his fault entirely that Kale McCarb just beat him in overtime in his first start back. No defensive help. His goals against average is over three. Fleury comes off of the COVID list recently. He was released from protocols on January the 2nd. And the Blackhawks reached a new low on Thursday night. They lost to the lowly Coyotes in Arizona. And afterwards, they held a players-only meeting after dropping their sixth straight. In a season of dysfunction, this is a team that also started out at 1-9-2. and Let's see how the Golden Knights fare against Flurry and the Blackhawks. He'll be sky high. This is a team that has now allowed 10 power play goals in the last 26 kills, so special teams will be a very big area to watch. All I know is the Vegas media, they miss Flurry. The clubhouse is missing the pranks. They miss Marc-Andre Fleury and his leadership. And the fans, they miss his shutouts. They miss the free donuts, the hugging of the goalpost when a shot rings off the post. It should be quite an evening. Fleury deserves a lot more than just a tribute video to show the appreciation for what he has done for Las Vegas and hockey here. On Monday, we're still going to be talking about Marc-Andre Fleury's return to Las Vegas. And we prepare for the Maple Leafs coming in on Tuesday. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We thank you all for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again on Monday right here on Locked On Golden Knights.